At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. Danny Burke, your host, as always, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook here in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. Feels kind of weird, right? We finally don't have football on for one night, at least in terms of the NFL. We got bowl action going on left and right. No NHL because of the postponement, but we do have some NBA to look forward to. Half hour from now. Here on Rush Hour, Nick Whalen over at Rotowire, top NBA editor there. He will be going through the slate with the association tonight, some of his top plays. And if we have some time, I want to take some, really some of that time to go through some of these player awards, some of the futures market in terms of the NBA. We'll do that with the NFL in 45 minutes, but I love doing it in the NBA. If you've been following with Rush Hour for quite some time, I suppose. I mean, last season we hit Julius Randle 20-1 to for most improved player, Thibodeau 20-1. to Coach of the Year. Shout out Jacob Roach, who helped out a lot on those. Does great work back in Las Vegas with Beeson. But my point is, another great market to get into with the NBA futures. So I'm very curious to see what Nick has to say about it about a half hour from now. So we'll look forward to that. Prior to bringing on Mr. Whalen, how about Ryan Rothstein as Eagles? Making it maybe a little bit closer than they needed to, but they did get the job done against the Washington football team. Their playoff hopes, for Philadelphia at least, are still alive. We'll talk about those odds for them to reach the postseason. 
their updated win total, their next game this weekend, and really just an overall preview of the other NFC East matchup this weekend. So we'll get to that in 15 minutes with host of the Philadelphia City cast, Ryan Rothstein. But it is the middle of the week, so let's get you updated. Looking forward to the upcoming slate of games, NFL Week 16, with our midweek movements. Which games have altered the most, whether it is the spread or the total from the opener? Which of these lines have seen a lot of action? And let's begin with Thursday Night Football. We've got Tennessee and we've got San Francisco. And look, we're hoping San Francisco wins this game because we took that bet last week with the Titans under 11.5 wins for plus money. Guess what? Now it's at 10.5, thankful to the Steelers, or thankfully for the Steelers coming through, helping us out a little bit, but feeling pretty good about that one. And especially if San Francisco gets a good look tomorrow night, then we'll be feeling a lot better. And that's what the betting odds implicate here in the sense because if you're looking at the way early opening odds and that's what i'll really recite here because a lot of these books are putting out the lines a couple weeks in advance a week and a half and look that can be advantageous it could be the opposite of that because of covid and all of that craziness occurring right now but about 12 what was it uh december 14th i guess to be exact tennessee some books had them opening up about minus one with the total at 43 and a half but if you look at the odds right now at Bet Rivers, and it was matriculating this way really consistently, but San Francisco slowly became the favorite, and now they are up to minus three. They they were at three and a half for a decent amount of time. Now they dipped to three, maybe because of the news that Elijah Mitchell will not be in this game. Solid running back for the 49ers this year. Total, it's ticked up a little bit, 43 and a half up to 44. But really nothing too crazy with the total. It just went from Tennessee minus one then to a pick em, and then San Francisco minus three to minus three and a half, and now you've seen it settled at three. Yes, a short week here for the 49ers, but look, Tennessee, I, they're just not that good of a team right now. Without Derrick Henry, they're different. They haven't done anything impressive. You couldn't beat the Steelers in a game where you should have had more control. Didn't happen, and I agree with that movement towards San Francisco, and now a little bit better if you're trying to back them because you're getting them at the key number of three. That's a movement we've seen for tomorrow. Let's move on and talk some other action on Saturday, a big one. Down in the desert, Arizona and Indianapolis. This game, the early odds, again, December 14th, added about Arizona minus five. Total was at 49. Now, of course, these get reopened and altered a lot, but then it was about a pick em, Arizona minus one, right around that spot. Now you're seeing Arizona minus a half point, so it's virtually a pick em at this point. This total open 49, ticked up to 49 and a half, but it just steadily kept coming down in favor of the Colts from five to four and a half, three and a half, two and a half, two. You get the gist, but the Colts have been getting the love all throughout the course of this week. This is such a tricky game to me because the Colts are a great enough team. Yes, I said great, and they're as great as Jonathan Taylor lets them be, what Frank Reich allows them to be, and the defense allows them to be. Carson Wentz, well, you know, he's just happy to be there unless he can finally make the right throws. But he didn't have to do anything against the Patriots because who helped? The defense and Jonathan Taylor. And you need them to step up in this game. The Cardinals are going to be ticked off. They're going to be ready to go. And this could be the classic case of recency bias. That's why I'm a little bit scared of actually going all in on the Colts here. The Cardinals are still very talented. No Hopkins, I understand that. The better coach, presumably, with the Colts in this game. So this might be a spot I ultimately end up staying away from or looking to dive into the props, which we'll talk a little bit more so later in the week. I wouldn't disagree with an argument for either side as at this point. I'll have to get into this one a little bit deeper. But yes, the fact that Arizona was minus five 
it is completely understanding why it's pretty much a pick'em right now. And I agree with it because I don't know which way I would lean right now. So a lot of things to consider for that matchup on Saturday night, but the movement has gone toward the Colts. Then let's talk Bucks and Panthers. Maybe not the most intriguing game on Sunday, but some movement, not as much with the spread. 11 is where it opened. You're seeing it at 10.5. But how about this total open 48.5? This thing has dipped to 44. What are we going to know about this Bucks roster? Well, presumably Antonio Brown should be back. Chris Godwin out for the season. Mike Evans' status is up in the air. No Leonard Fournette on the IR. You're bringing in Le'Veon Bell. You got Ronald Jones. It's a mess right now for Tampa Bay. But you know what? The Panthers are in a deeper mess. Haven't had any success really since, what, the first the really beginning stages of this season when everyone's like, oh, it was a Jets at room, Sam Darnold. No, it just Sam Darnold isn't that good. Oh, we'll bring in Cam Newton. Well, you know, Cam Newton's not that good. The Panthers are not that good. They need Christian McCaffrey. They need a lot of other pieces to help them out, and they're going to need it against the Bucs. Now, again, this total going to the under. I think if you wanted to bet it, you kind of missed the boat on it at this point. However, the Bucks' defense has had their moments. They have certainly struggled in a lot of games, but if there's a time they can come alive, it's against inferior opponents with lackluster offenses such as the Carolina Panthers. So maybe consider a team total with the Panthers, if anything, but the movement has been with the total, and it's moved tremendously down to the under, 48.5 down to 44. Let's move on. Let's go Atlanta and Detroit. This game originally saw a lot of love Go for the Lions. I mean, how could you not? Atlanta's still kind of a shaky team, and you get this Detroit squad that has had a couple of pleasant surprises. So Atlanta opened six and a half. The total opened 44. It went down below six, like five and a half or so. As of late, you have seen some late buyback go toward Atlanta. Now, again, at Bat Rivers, minus six. So originally it was love toward Detroit, a little bit of love back toward Atlanta. This game is going to move frequently, I'm sure, by the time kickoff comes around. The total has seen some alterations, 44 down to 42.5. I would agree with that more so than doing anything with the spread. Look, Atlanta's offense, it all revolves around Cordero Patterson. That's what it seems to do, especially because you have no Ridley. Pitts, if he comes alive, yes, that's great, but you need to get Matt Ryan to have some consistency. And he's been a little bit better in the latter half of this season. And then you look at the Lions. This team is just absolutely depleted with COVID and other surrounding factors. So lack of offense will probably come to fruition. And I think if you're over 42, I don't like Bennett under 44, but this might be one of the exceptions. Consider the total under 42 and a half. That's where the movement has gone for Atlanta and Detroit. All right, another game that could be a really ugly one, but we got to talk about it. The Jags and the Jets. New York Jets are another team that is getting hit by COVID. Double-digit players on that list right now, and yet the Jets are still about a one-point favorite. So the Jags not getting as much love as you would think, but it's slowly getting there. We'll see if it goes to a pick -em at some point. Uh, New York opened about minus one and a half, so now you're seeing a minus one. Total 41 and a half down to 40, or excuse me, 41 up to 41 and a half. If you had it at one and a half, as gross as it seems to say, I think the right play would be to tease up the Jags. And look, Jacksonville, they've had so much, I don't know, distractions just going on this season, so much craziness. And now they're actually giving the OC the chance or someone else to call the play, so it's not the head coach. I, this might be the game where the Jags finally get it right, and then they go, okay, Urban, we don't need you now. Everyone thought it was going to happen last week. That wasn't the case. It certainly could be against the Jets this week. So Jags could be the favorable spot there. Keep an eye on the COVID-19 protocols list, not only for that game, but every single game. 
Uh, Broncos Raiders, another game where we've seen a little bit of action move for what should be a very close affair. And this one opened up about a pick'em. And then you've slowly started seeing the Raiders get some love here. They went up to about one, and now they're about a minus half point favorite. The total dipped from 42 down to about 41. Now you see it at 41 and a half, but the early movement has seemed to go toward Las Vegas in this spot. And look, you actually even saw this higher than this because Denver was, I, we were going to talk about it yesterday, but I ended up crossing it off, a decent teaser spot. But you got to trust Drew Locke here, it seems, because Teddy Bridgewater was really banged up last week, and it seemed like he's unlikely that he's got to uh, that he's going to go. So, can you trust Drew Locke? Well, we'll see. The betting odds are saying that hey, maybe the Raiders could be the right play, but now it's kind of coming back. This one really bouncing back and forth. So, I think you have a little bit of patience, depending on what you want to bet. Washington. Dallas, this is the final game we'll talk about here. Dallas is currently a 10.5-point favorite, but they opened up 9.5, so you've got some immediate love to the Cowboys. Total went from 48 down to 47.5. Washington, we got to see who's coming off the COVID list for the football team. They put up a good fight. Garrett Gilbert, hey, tip your cap to him. He did as well as you could pretty much imagine, and the Eagles just found a way to win, as I'm sure will the Cowboys and probably by double digits after they barely escaped with that. I don't want to say barely, but they kept it a lot closer than they should have their last matchup against the Washington football team. And if Dallas can stay healthy, keep their guys off the COVID list, the movement toward them on the spread checks out to me. But those are some of the biggest midweek movements for the upcoming slate of games. This segment's a little bit different now that we still got to have patience really much right until kickoff is when you got to wait. But keep it in mind where it's open, where it's moving, and always monitor that COVID-19 list, which we got available for you at vsin.com. Coming up next, more NFL host of the Philly CityCast, Ryan Rostein, joining us. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Because Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. You've got city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. So subscribe to your local city casts wherever you get your podcasts available and get hooked up multiple episodes a week. Great local sports betting content. Welcome back to Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I am Danny Burke, and if you didn't know, I do host the Chicago City Cast, where for a majority of the time you can hear me complaining and being aggravated about the Chicago Bears. But the host of the Philadelphia City Cast actually has some positivity to spread, and he's joining us now, Ryan Rothstein at Wise Rye on the tweets. Look, uh, Ryan, it wasn't pretty, but it seems to never be that's just the way it goes but your boys got the dub how are you feeling now heading into the remainder of the season positivity in philadelphia yeah i I don't know what to do with my hands i don't understand what do we do here in philly with positivity danny Uh, i'm not sure um it's uh they, they made it they made it dramatic just like just like philly likes it i said to you off the air joe webb-esque last time the eagles played on tuesday night as a 14 point favorite i think they they lose that game outright you know a decade ago but uh despite the dramatics listen they they, they, they get a big win an important win against a depleted washington football team yeah and look uh, it's it wasn't pretty per se but at the end of the day They did what they needed to do, and their playoff hopes are still alive. So before we handicap the next game, Ryan, 
Tell us about these odds to make the playoffs. I mean, at Bet Rivers, we're seeing the yes for some plus money, plus 138, the no minus 175, but it's not anything that's too outlandish to where it's like, ah, you know, I can't really do one side versus the other. Is it worth the, I mean, if you're looking at it from the objective standpoint, how do you view the remaining schedule and in terms of where that could end up with the bracket? Is the yes at plus 138 intriguing to you? It is, and now you look ahead on a short week for you know the obvious postponement you know, of this game that was, of course, initially supposed to be played on Sunday. Now you have a short week. You know, next thing you know, it's it's Wednesday night here. Eagles have a short turnaround for a, another important matchup. And Bet Rivers Eagles are a double-digit favorite. It, it just feels weird. I know you know Glennon hasn't been slinging it all over the field here for the Giants, and we'll see if he even gets the starting nod. I haven't seen anything yet. Uh, if it's him or Jake from State Farm, but uh, you know, r regardless, you don't feel you don't feel great about the Eagles as double-digit favorites. So I actually look at taking the Eagles to make the playoffs right now uh, at that price, plus one thirty-eight, plus one forty. Um, if you feel like the Eagles are going to win this week, right? If the Eagles just win outright. You know, you have to anticipate those odds for the Eagles to make the playoffs continuing to change and continuing to go against you, so to speak. So that, that that's just a, a little, uh, you know, fun option. Maybe if you're looking to bet this game for the Eagles as a double digit favorite, you're certainly not getting value on the money line. Maybe look to take them. Uh, yes, to make the playoffs before they hopefully get a win against the G-men. Yeah, and that's the thing, and that's really what you got to process when you're looking at these futures and what we've done so many times looking at these updated win totals, for instance. But you're right. I mean, they're a 10-point favorite. They're probably going to get the job done. We can all assume that. And then you're on the road against Washington again, which, well, we'll see the health of Washington at that point, Ryan. And then week 18, you get Dallas, and maybe Dallas has everything wrapped up so they don't need to win that game. But that's where everything gets very, very interesting, week 18 for everybody, but specifically in the NFC East. But before we really kind of expound on that further, tell us your thoughts in terms of the next game. With this spread at 10 against the Giants, low total of 40 and a half. Look, again, I, the Eagles will win, but can they cover 10 here against the Giants? Yeah, they can. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm sprinting to the counter to, to make that bet, Danny. You know, it's just double digits. Do we feel good about, a, about laying 10? I mean, ever, right? Ever. And then as of late in the NFL, and it's late in the year. It's a divisional game. This is a big game for the Eagles. Obviously, they they look horrible last time these two teams met. Eagles lose 13-7 to outright just a couple of weeks ago. That's the three-interception Jalen Hurts game. So this is a game that the Eagles want. Uh, they, they want to split this season series. Obvious statement there, hot take alert. But they, they need to get this win. So, listen, this Eagles ground attack, Danny, uh, it, it can no longer be ignored. All right, if anyone's ignoring this Eagles offense, I don't know who wants to face this Eagles team right now. They are going to line up and punch you in the square in the nose, <laughs> square in the throat uh, from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. So they're consistent. You know what's coming uh, and, and good luck trying to stop it. So it, it's a slow attack. They're methodical. Time of possession battle is important. You feel like the Eagles should be able to get this win and the cover. But it's just, it's too many points. I look elsewhere if you're looking to bet this game. And correct me if I'm wrong, was Nick Sirianni put on the COVID list today? Was that news that came out as of late? Yes. Yeah, okay. Coach so, Nick Sirianni on the COVID list, yeah. 
Yeah, so, I, you know, for some teams, I feel like that's a big impact. For some, maybe not as much who could get away with it. And I feel like if there's a game you could probably get, a, get away with it, it's got to be against the G-Men. But I think you also bring up a very important note is that, look, these guys had a short week, shorter than typical. Tuesday night, I, that's such a tough turnaround against a team where you have familiarity with. So, look, yes, they should win. Yes, they have the capability of covering. But 10 points, it might be a little bit too much. So I, I see the route you're taking there and I completely agree in terms of looking to handicap that matchup but Ryan I also got to ask you about the other NFC East showdown where you've got uh the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Washington football team and I feel like this game would be a lot more fun because of what happened you know a week and a half ago two weeks however long ago it was but at Washington you just don't know what to expect out of the roster at this point and this spread also double digits 10 and a half in favor of Dallas total a higher one though 47 in the hook uh, what looks like an appetizing bet maybe to you for this game? Danny, I'm going to come back with a question here because this is something I talked a lot about on my previous Philadelphia City Cast episode and actually had Will Hill on, host of the New York City Cast, and this was a segment for us for about 10 minutes to start the episode the other day. Like, how are we betting these games now with COVID rearing its ugly head? Like, really, we haven't seen since day one of the pandemic this has been ugly you mentioned uh, depleted washington well here we are middle of the week is there opportunity now like, like and just for this game an example this game as an example i don't know how i should be approaching these games quite like quite frankly i'm always honest and transparent what's going to what announcement is going to come out in 12 hours 24 hours where this impacts this spread and now you're sitting here with a ticket that you felt good about wednesday at 6 30 eastern time uh thursday morning you're sitting here saying darn i probably should have waited yeah and you're absolutely right what i think it really comes down to is the quarterback situation. And that's what made, at the end of the day, taking the points with Washington not the best proposition in my mind and ended up staying away from it. Because you can have some of these skill position players. You can have some of these linemen, some of these other defensive guys out with COVID, and you can plug and play some for the most part. And it may not always be successful, but take a look at the Bears and the Vikings game, for example. Their whole secondary was out. And a secondary that was already sort of having issues, and they stepped up and had one of the best defensive games of the year going against a Vikings pass offense that has been really, really strong. Now, a lot of that could be in fault to the Vikings, but I think you got to take it game by game and personnel by personnel. What it comes down to is if you could trust a quarterback in that situation, Ryan, and also if you could trust the coach and who can adjust and which guy you can trust to do that and deal with the adversity. That's really how I would take it. Yeah, no, I think you bring up a great point. Coaching this time of the year, and we just mentioned the Nick Sirianni news. Um, it, it, it's important, you know, not necessarily the Nick Sirianni, Sirianni news, but exactly based off what we're discussing here, Danny, uh, who has the coaching edge and the quarterback position is really the, 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 the one that stands out above all the rest, as you mentioned. This is once again too big of a number uh, for me. I would probably look to even take the points in a game that you see Dallas winning, uh, but certainly can can see a backdoor cover. And you can certainly see just a, a close, typical late December NFC East type of battle. Yeah, look, hey, Dallas has made a few games pretty uncomfortable for people back, and I'm mean, against a division opponent. That could be the same story. And like you said, we still don't know what to expect out of these rosters until right before kickoff. But 
Hey, Ryan, we're up against it, my friend. Hopefully your team's roster and everybody else's stays healthy, and hopefully your Eagles get on that trajectory to continuing into the postseason. Always tuning into the CityCast, my friend. Keep up the great work. You as well, Danny. Thanks for having me. You got it. Ryan Rothstein, folks, at WiseRye on the tweets. And again, catch him hosting the Philadelphia CityCast. Not only covering the Eagles, he's got the Sixers, the Flyers, all things Philly. He's got you ready with the Philadelphia CityCast. Coming up next here on Rush Hour, we will be talking some NBA. NBA editor over at Rotowire, Mr. Nick Whalen, will be giving us his top plays for the slate this evening. And if we've got some time, let's kind of delve in to some of those future awards in the association, see what he likes in that arena. So that's coming up next. Stick around. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off a VEASAN all-access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money is going on every single game. So sign up today and you'll also get our daily best bets emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our all-new College Bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only 39 bucks, And you can get that at vsin.com slash subscribe. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. All righty, welcome back to it here on Rush Hour. It's time to talk some hoops. And joining me, Danny Burke, right now is Nick Whalen at Whalen on the tweets instead of the L. It's the one. You can catch all of his content over at Rotowire, where he is a senior NBA editor. So, Nick, we got a solid slate to look forward to tonight. Unfortunately, my Bulls got their game postponed against Toronto. But let's get into some of these other matchups. We've got Boston and Cleveland to kick things off at home. The Celtics lane six and a half, totals at 260. Before we even unwrap that, how the hell is Joe Johnson getting signed back to a team? Not that I disagree with it per se. I think it's fantastic and hilarious. But what did you make of it when you saw that news? I mean, sadly, based on how the transactions have gone this week, I, I'm not shocked that Joe Johnson is back in the NBA. He's made a spirited effort these last couple of years to get back You know, after spending some time in the big three where he was clearly like way overqualified uh, to be playing in that league. But Good to have him back. I mean, even if he only sticks around for, for the 10-day hardship contract, uh, it's pretty cool. It's been, what, like 19 years, I think, since he was first drafted by Boston? Yeah, I think it was like 1920 or something like that. So that was wild to see. Crazy. But, Crazy. hey, if we could get some vintage Joe Johnson, even something, we'll take it. I'm sure that'll be fun. But, yeah, I mean, getting into this game a little bit further than Nick, Boston length six and a half, this total at 216. This is such an interesting betting game because Boston, to me, has been a very volatile team that I don't know what to expect out of them on a, any nightly basis. And Cleveland's mm -hmm. been a hot squad. So is taking the points intriguing here to you? I think it is for, for the Boston side, honestly. I mean, the Cavs are without so many key pieces. Evan Mobley, Isaac Okoro, Jared Allen, Ed Davis. I mean, Kevin Love is even banged up coming into this game. Uh, and the Celtics have a couple absences of their own, and Al Horford, Grant Williams, Josh Richardson. But this Cavs team is is just decimated, you know. And it, you still have Darius Garland, which is nice. But um, this, is, this is really not the Cavs team that we've been used to seeing, and that's been one of the biggest surprises 
in the league so far. I mean, you look at the ATS record, they're still by far the best team against the spread this season, 25, or excuse me, 24, five and two. But you kind of have to throw that out when half of the roster and, and several of your key players aren't available. So it's a really tough spot uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers down three starters. Meanwhile, with Boston, I mean, you still have Schroeder, you have Smart, you have Brown, you have Tatum, you have Williams. So, you know, you still have like five of your six best guys. Um, I'll take Boston with the points. All right. And then last real question I got for you revolving this game. So my buddy was telling me that he had some interest in betting most improved player with Darius Garland. 16 mm -hmm. to 1 are the odds we're seeing. Is that a feasible bet in your estimation as of this point? Something you should hold off on, look in a different area. Uh, what's your take on that award and for Garland's probability for winning it? Well, for the second straight year, we actually have a really interesting race for most approved player, which, you know, traditionally has kind of been a secondary award, but there's been so many, you know, good young players who have kind of made that leap that it's been really interesting to track. So, I mean, other than Garland, you have, you know, Miles Bridges, John Morant, DeJounte Murray, LaMelo Ball, Cole Anthony, all those guys, you know, are vying for this award and all those guys in years past would maybe be the favorite. So you have a really deep field. You know, the one thing that concerns me about that Darius Garland bet at 16 to one, you're getting decent value, but you also have Jared Allen at 30 to one. And I think between those two, Jared Allen has the better chance to make the all-star game this year. And, and in terms of status, that's a pretty big deal. Um, so I don't know if either of those guys are going to win it, but I, I think there's a concern that if you have to choose between the two, maybe they end up splitting votes. You know, if the Cavs finish as like the third or fourth best team in the East, I think there's going to be a lot of momentum for both of those guys. But I think some voters might lean Garland, some voters might lean Allen, and maybe that results in it ultimately going to a guy like John Moran. Yeah, that's a really good point. Something else you have to consider, not only for the Cavs, but just in general when you're handicapping some of these player awards. Good note. Uh, let's talk Hawks right. and Magic next. Nick, we've seen a lot of movement in this game, at least in terms of the total. It's down to 208, even 207 and a half, 207 at some spots. The spread is at seven in favor of the Hawks. Anything worth betting interest that stood out to you for this matchup? Well, I, I think I would bet Atlanta if I have to lean either way. I mean, there's there's so many stayaways, it feels like, night to night based on the amount of absences. And we, we just found out that Kevin Herter is now in COVID protocol, so he will not be available for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, sounds like they should get Bogdan Bogdanovich back, though, which is huge. But no Trey Young, no Clint Capella, no Gallinari, no Lou Will. Uh, so they're missing a lot of key pieces. Uh, both these teams, you know, neither of them have played in a while. Hawks has, haven't played since Friday. Magic haven't played since Saturday due to some postponements. Um, so we're not really sure, you know, what we're going to see here. We don't have a large sample of, of what these teams look like with so many key pieces missing. But if I had to lean one way, it would be Atlanta. They, they at least still have, you know, a guy like John Collins that you can lean on, a guy like Bogdanovich. You know, meanwhile, Orlando is starting someone named Hassani Grovetz, who I, I've never heard of until like four days ago. Um, it's it's a tough situation. I think if anything, I maybe like that under on on the 208. That's the, the the last number that I saw that sitting at. I you know you take Trey Young away from that Hawks offense, there's not a whole lot there in terms of playmaking. And you know with Orlando, it's it's basically half G League team at this point. So I, I think there's a pretty good argument that this is just a, a really ugly game. That I think Atlanta wins, but it's probably relatively low scoring. I mean, if there are any Lance Stevenson props available, I think that's where I would steer you. I don't know if any books have, have gotten on that, but you know, you talk about Joe Johnson making a comeback. Lance Stevenson, by all accounts, is going to be active and available for this game. 
Yeah, how about it? I mean, I think that should we got to have like a bingo yeah. card of which past NBA players we're going to see this season, which I mean, it's unfortunate why they're right. back in the league, but it's kind of awesome at the same time to get some of that nostalgia uh, back in the mix for the association. Uh, Nick, let's talk about your squad decks here. The Bucks are laying nine against the Rockets. This totals at 224. Look, the Rockets are still the Rockets, despite them getting on that nice little hot streak. You think the Bucks can take care of laying nine at home against them? I think they can. I think they can. And we're, we're maybe one or two more COVID absences for the Bucks away from Brandon Jennings uh, possibly getting that call up to Milwaukee. I think that's the dream scenario right now. Uh, the Bucks are going to be without some key pieces. No Giannis, of course. No Bobby Portis. No Dante. Uh, and, and Brooke Lopez, you know, of course, had back surgery. So he's out long term. So you're missing some key pieces. But I, I think for me, this is one of those games where you kind of lean on the Milwaukee Bucks infrastructure, which five years ago would have been an insane thing to say. But they've been so ridiculously consistent. Uh, during the regular season. And and Giannis, of course, is a big part of that, but they should be getting Chris Middleton back tonight. He's not on the injury report after missing a few games. Drew Holiday will be back after resting for Milwaukee's last game. He's played a ton of minutes lately, looked really good. Um, you know, the Rockets are expecting Christian Wood to play, so that's a little bit of a concern. I thought he looked really good uh, on Monday night against your Chicago Bulls. But uh, this Bucks team, I think, again, you trust the infrastructure. If at least two out of the three of Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday are healthy, uh, those teams, you know, those guys usually combine to take care of bad teams, which is, you know, despite some of their recent winning, uh, that's ultimately what the Houston Rockets are. All right, Nick, we got a couple more games, but we're running low on time. So I wanted to ask you, did you have any strong plays, whether it was the Clippers and Kings or Nuggets and Thunder, anything in either of those two matchups that you liked? I like the under in that Clippers-Kings game. I know the numbers kind of been bouncing around a little bit. Reggie Jackson, um, Luke Kennard are, are both out tonight so that kind of threw things a little bit haywire but that number is at 218 and a half last I checked and I, I think I like the under there I mean you're looking at a Clippers team that now has very little outside of Paul George offensively uh, and the Kings are basically the Tyrese Halliburton show right now so uh, you know I, I don't know how I feel about that line that's probably a stay away but uh, pretty attractive under bet tonight in Sacramento. Yeah, 218 and a half. Like you said, the number right now at Bet River, so might want to jump on that sooner rather than later. Nick, got to ask you about one futures play here with an MVP consideration. Who would you take? We got about a minute left. We know Steph's the favorite. Then it goes KD and your boy Giannis. Who do you like right now? Well, it's a four-man race right now between Steph, KD, Giannis, and Jokic. You see a drop-off at Bet Rivers from Jokic at 8-1. to one. The next guy's Doncic at 40-1. to one. So the odds say it's a four-man race. I, you know, I still think Giannis makes a run at this. The Bucs have not been healthy at all this year. They've not played one full game with their actual rotation. Um, it, it just feels like it's one step forward, two steps back. But at some point, they're going to go on a run. And he's the only guy of that group who's also a top five defensive player in the league. Everybody else on that list is, is kind of an offense-only guy. Um, and I think Giannis presents a, a defensive factor that the other three do not. So he's still my favorite bet. Uh, but mark my words, LeBron will make his way into this debate. He's at 60 to 1 now. I know the Lakers are a disaster, but he's playing really well. The 37-year-old narrative is going to creep up. He's going to at least finish in the top five. I'd like to see if I can get action on that somewhere. And that's a great point. I think you and I were talking about that a lot. I mean, it's a narrative-driven award. LeBron almost in it last year. Didn't come to fruition. Injuries didn't help. We were talking about it with Tom Brady. You lose to the Saints. Now Rodgers is the favorite. But great right. consideration with LeBron, especially in a Lakers team that has been struggling. And he's the main reason why they have success if they can. So we'll keep an eye out for that. Thanks, as always, Nick. Uh, we'll look forward to catching up, talking more hoops okay. soon. But happy holidays, my friend. Hey, same to you, Danny. 
You got it. Nick Whalen, folks, at Whalen on Twitter. NFL Futures coming up next here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level because now you can combine same game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combination. 
And in addition to that, Bet Rivers has added more and more same-game parlay props, more college football matchups just in time for the biggest games of the season. So download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. one 3500 in Virginia. I will call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Playable in New Jersey as play Sugar House. Void where prohibited. Okay, final segment on a midweek edition of Rush Hour right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host. As always, you can follow me along on Twitter at DannyBurke5. As for VEASAN, at VEASAN Live. It is the middle of the week in the final segment. We love to take this time to talk about some NFL futures. And really, throughout the course of this season, a lot of the plays have either been coach of the year and aside from that, it's been a majority of adjusted win totals. But for today, or tonight, I guess you could say, I wanted to talk about a division, and I wanted to talk about a couple teams that could be very plausible in terms of a realistic bet on for their adjusted win total. So we'll get to the win totals momentarily, but first let's talk about the most interesting, the most, I don't even know what you want to call it, confusing division of the NFL, to me at least, and that's the AFC North and in terms of the betting odds. Who is going to come out on top of this AFC North? In terms of these odds, Bet Rivers has, who'd have thunk it, the Cincinnati Bengals as a short shot heading into week 16, plus 135. Baltimore, they are plus 155. Then you get Pittsburgh and Cleveland, both of those two teams. Well, at least Pittsburgh was plus 650. Now it looks like the Browns, they were plus 650. Now they're at 7 to 1. Steelers, or excuse me, the Browns plus 650 is where it updated. Now the Steelers are 7-1. to All right, so a little bit of movement in terms of those odds at Bet Rivers. But to me, look, the Steelers and Browns, a little bit out of it as of this point, especially the Browns. Everybody was high on the Browns, myself included. Well, they couldn't get the job done. COVID didn't help. Can't make excuses. Everyone's been affected by it. Bengals and Ravens, though, that's who we got to narrow it down to. Do you like the Bengals plus 135, or can I interest you in the Ravens plus 155? Well, what is very fascinating is that, naturally, they get to play each other this week. And right now, you're seeing Cincinnati a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home, minus 137 on the money line. Ravens plus 120. So both teams, eight and six with their wins and losses. Bengals currently have the tiebreaker because they demolished Baltimore earlier this year. Do you think they can do it again? I like this spot in terms of teasing up Baltimore. I don't have as much faith in them to win this thing outright. you got to keep an eye on the statuses of both teams. We are aware of that. The Bengals seemingly have questionable guys like Joe Mixon every single week who ends up playing. But what are you going to get out of the Ravens? Lamar Jackson playing? Probably. What about the rest of the team? This team has dealt with so much adversity from preseason. Harbaugh, great coach. They have the coaching advantage. They have the quarterback advantage, in my opinion, if Lamar Jackson is playing. Skill position-wise, well, you give the edge to the Bengals. Defense, well, the Bengals have had their share of really solid moments, but it's either they get blown out or they do very, very well. This game, who knows? Who really knows? I I'm having a tough time trying to gauge it. But if you want to bet the Ravens to win this, or if you want to look at the game, a way you can kind of handicap it, of course, is, well, if you think the Ravens can win this game, then maybe you think they have a better chance to win the division. The remaining schedule... For them after, they get the Rams and the Steelers. Not ideal, but they're both at home. 
All right. When you're looking at the Bengals, they have Kansas City at home, but then they're on the road against Cleveland. What team will be making up the Browns as of that point? Will they still have a playoff chance? Will they need to win that game? Will they be healthy? Who knows? But the way to look about it is, okay, you can get the Ravens plus 120 to win this game, or you get a little bit better value plus 155 if you assume they win and then go on to win the division. Look, is it worth getting just something? I mean, my point is, is it worth getting the 35 cents better to still have to rely on two more games? Or if you'd like the Ravens, you might as well just do the plus 120 right now. It's something you got to consider here. And, you know, when I talk about this, I love to be definitive about stuff and have a true answer. But honestly, I don't. I think this is such a perplexing division that if anybody else has any thoughts and it, feel free to let me know at Danny Burke 5 because I'm trying to go back and forth on it. And you would want to seek out some of the value on the Steelers and, and Browns, but I really just can't find it. But trying to unwrap this seems really hard. I still think I would lean a little bit toward the Ravens, if anything. Cincinnati winning this division just sounds weird. Doesn't mean it can't happen, but I still think I trust Harbaugh and company a little bit more. Just a little bit. We'll see. Fun to go through it, though. Let's talk some win totals, though. A couple of teams that I think could be worth some consideration, if not even just a full bet. Let's talk about the Chargers here. This is more of a value play that I'm thinking we should consider. It's asking kind of a lot, but the schedule ain't too bad for the Chargers. Their win total, 10.5 in the over the best Value I saw was plus 210. Most places have it like plus 200. The under about minus 250 or so. This seems like value that's hard to pass up with the Chargers here. They are currently 8-6. and six. All right, so they need three wins. Well, they have three remaining games. Favorable games, mind you, at least in my opinion. You're playing Houston. On the road, but you're playing Houston. They were almost a double-digit favorite. Well, you're missing Austin Eckler. He's on the COVID list. Okay, it's fine. It's the Houston Texans. We're going to be missing Brandon Cooks himself. They'll get the dub there. Okay, Denver. You lost to Denver earlier, 28-13 to on the road. I think you're a better team than Denver. Hopefully you get Eckler back by then, and it's a revenge spot. I give the advantage to the Chargers. At Las Vegas, final game of the season, Chargers will be still trying in that game for the playoffs, for seeding, for maybe the division. Who knows? Vegas is just still a complete anomaly to me. You don't know what you're going to expect out of them. Yeah, you could argue it's a revenge spot for the Raiders. That happened so far in the past, and I just truly think the Chargers are far and away the better team. So you could do the rollover, but they're such a big favorite against Houston. I think you got to consider the Chargers over 10.5 wins. Maybe not a full unit bet, like we say, lunch, money, half unit, whatever you want to have it. But plus 210 for the Chargers to win three games. I get it. It's tough to win three in a row. But to me, they are better than all three of those opponents. So maybe take into consideration the Chargers over 10.5 wins for over plus 200. All right, another team that we could look at for some plus money, however, looking toward the under. And I'm kind of kicking myself here, and look, it's a big hindsight saying that, but the Cardinals in their win total, I think we talked about it when it was either at 12.5 or 13.5. I can't recall exactly. But nevertheless, now it's at 11.5, shaded to the over, minus 170. The under about plus 145 with some of the top value in terms of other books, but the current record for the Cardinals we know is 10-4, and four, so they need two wins to get over. And it's assumed that they will get that. Hence the over being minus 170. But should we assume that's going to be the case? Should we not think that they actually might only get one win in the remaining three games? Well, you get the Colts this week, and we know the line has been moving down in favor of the Colts. That game is a complete 50-50 to me. 
Yeah, the Colts are looking really good. The defense is solid. You have probably the better head coach in Frank Wright in that game, probably. I mean, they do, even though, you know, you were getting Cliff Kingsbury Coach of the Year considerations. But overall, you probably want Frank Reich as your coach. And I don't know. I mean, the defense for the Colts has been coming alive. But the Cardinals losing to the Lions doesn't mean they're as bad as the Lions. Doesn't mean their season is a train wreck. They still have a lot of weapons. So it's a tough game there. But that's why I don't think you can trust the over. Also, then you go to play the Cowboys on the road. The Cowboys will need to win that game. The Cowboys, a very tough, solid team who can compete in any type of shootout. And again, no Hopkins or the Cardinals for the remainder of the year. Maybe Dallas is going to be completely healthy by then. Who knows? I give the advantage to Dallas in that game. Then your final game, you get Seattle. Yes, the Seahawks have been a disaster from time to time, and I'm not saying they're going to win that game, but that might be the one game that the Cardinals can win or have the biggest advantage in. So here's the thing. If you think they're going to lose against the Colts, you're not going to have 11.5 at plus money. I think under 11.5 could be a very, very intriguing play for the Cardinals to just finish with 11 wins. Not only that, like we talked about with the Chargers, over $2 plus 210 for them to win their next three games. I don't know. Might throw a little bit of something on that. But I think those are two win totals that you should consider at this point in the season. And look, I love the Cardinals. I want Kyler Murray to do well. I think he's a really solid quarterback, and I think the Cardinals are a fun team to watch. But at this point in the season, you just can't rely on a lot of things, especially with all of this COVID nonsense going on and players ending up on the list left and right. It's easier to bet the unders than the overs. And you'd say, well, that would disagree with your Chargers play. I get it, but we're really only talking about it because you're getting plus 210 with the value. So that's why it's a little bit fun looking into it. But consider the Cardinals under, Chargers over. That Those really, I guess, are the two win totals that stood out to me the most as of this week. Otherwise, we're sweating out our handful of other ones, and hopefully we can get those winners to come to fruition. That's going to wrap it up for another edition of Rush Hour. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow previewing Thursday Night Football. Tennessee, San Francisco should be a fun one. We'll cover it all here tomorrow on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.